This podcast contains adult language. Starting now. And we're back. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of All the World's a Cage, the podcast where we Jerry Bruckheim through Nicolas Cage's turbulent filmography, one movie at a time. But this isn't just a podcast, y'all. It's a high-speed chase. Wonder with us if there's a world in which Angelina Jolie fronts a corn cover band. Marvel with us at the fact that this cast contains not one, not two, but three Academy Award-winning actors. And come with us, you son of a bitch, because we are in... This week, we're watching the year 2000 action heist, Bruckbuster, Gone in 60 Seconds, a film that can only be described as... Did you, did you just coin the term? Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's, let's do that part. Yeah, yeah. I'm your co-host, Jeff. I'm your co-host, Sean. I'm your co-host, Josh. Did you coin the term Bruckbuster? Oh, I, I I really hope that I did. That's incredible. I, wow. I, de- I declined to Google it to see, but I just, it came into my head and I was like, I'm, I'm going to say it. They can't stop me from saying it. That was um, fantastic. Yeah. Man. In the little interview I watched where Bruckheimer ta- talks about all the, the things that go into being a producer, <laughs> He does say, well, you know, my movies have, uh, you know, accumulated over a a billion dollars worth of uh, box office money. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, like just like nice self brag, a little little humble brag (laughs) there. But Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, if if he hasn't used Bruckbuster in his own vocabulary, it's something he should be using now. Yeah, we should email. Is he on Twitter? I'll send him a tweet. When's your next breath? I can't even say it, dudes. Next Bruckbuster. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't always. It doesn't really um, roll off the tongue, but it's just so goddamn funny. Roll like a, a barracuda. <laughs> yeah, hitting a, it a quarter like, pipe. And <laughs> it looks like it. Ha- it has been used before. Mm, that's unfortunate. Mm. Only only sixty thousand results on Google though. So that's like nothing. Yeah. In like Google terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm smart and funny. Okay, cool. I think so. Cool. So right. had you guys seen this movie before? I had not seen this movie nope. before. That is mind boggling to me. I don't know why, but I for some reason I had this idea of this movie being like a huge thing. Like from when I saw it when I was a kid, I thought it was like up there with like face off and uh, Con Air and The Rock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, no, this actually wasn't that big of a movie when it came out. Well, I, I, I had heard, I'd heard of this movie, but I had never seen it. You know, and like I thought I had seen it, and then I started describing it, and then in the, uh, somebody, I think it was you, Josh, that was like, "No, that's the Italian job." <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, okay, then I haven't seen this movie. But yeah, you're like Jason Statham, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Yeah, this movie had all the elements of, uh, a, I think, a bigger franchise that came out a year later, known as Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. <laughs> they, Fast and the Furious does everything in this movie, but just, like, better and more pedal to mm-hmm. the metal. Um, 
Can I say that on this podcast? Is that, is that too on the nose? Pedal, pedal to the mouth. I thought you like said something offensive, and I was like, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what was offensive about pedal. To the no, pedal. the like, offensive term is Brookbuster. Hey, look, the man's a legend. I, I think he can handle it. Uh, Jeff, what did you think of it? Just like, what's your macro view of this movie? What did I think of this movie? I would sum up my feelings on this movie by saying that I thought it was very bad and convoluted and bad <laughs> and very very convoluted and very bad well yeah a more descriptive term than bad like what would what would you know because I I, I I enjoyed a lot of the parts of this movie um but like overall i just kind of was bored um mostly in the sense that the car mm. chases that they did have up until the very end one that's like you know a, a good like 20 minutes long which that one ripped i love that mm -hmm. but the rest of them were like nighttime there was like very little you were seeing uh normally it was like they mm -hmm. do a lot of just quick cuts of cars going around corners and there wasn't real like yeah. um you know I, I like seeing like you know just like cars hitting like ramps or you know yeah. even not even a ramp like you know, they hit like a, a just a slight incline and then like kind of get a little air and then come back down. And like there's some sparks coming off the bottom because yeah. the chassis grinds mm -hmm. in the, the street. That is that stuff's awesome. But this uh, didn't have a lot of that. Yeah, the final one did. But yeah, a lot of the middle of the movie chases were like inside the city. And I yeah. think that was, you know, a detriment to the filming process. Probably, you know, they weren't able probably to shut down like huge chunks of the city in order to film complex sequences. So it's a lot of cutting, like you mm -hmm. said. And mm -hmm. I mean, that just breaks, you know, I think a car chase scene wants to have a lot of like long uninterrupted shots if possible. Absolutely. Um, and from like a distance, too. So you can kind of get a sense of like you know the scale, the, the scale. and speed yeah, exactly. and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot of shaky cam too which is fine like you're gonna have that in action and it's good when you use it right you know mm -hmm. but i think they just used a lot of it to the point where like half the time during the car chases i really didn't know what was going on yeah also this yeah. this isn't just a drive fast movie this is like a heist movie mm -hmm. you know and you know, it's kind of become like a common punching bag to like make fun of heist movies and like, you know, mm -hmm. the gathering up of the gang that takes like 40 minutes, which it fucking yeah. definitely did in this movie. And like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think that these sort of like crime style movies like can be good if they're yeah. if, oh, yeah. if their name is Snatch, like if their name is exactly Snatch. <laughs> you know then it's yeah, then it's I, fine i mean you know there's a lot of <laughs> like movies that are in that kind of formula um and like a lot of them are good like i think the first ocean's 11 movie is pretty good and like like you said snatch any of the guy Ritchie movies mm -hmm. with like a weird cast of characters who have to get together and do some heist and uh-oh it goes wrong and i i just don't think it, this works very well <laughs> But anyway, um, if you haven't seen this movie before, um, I, I mean, we pretty much covered it in the intro intro, but 
basically the idea is that Nick Cage is a reformed car thief whose brother gets in some hot water with um, Doctor Who. Uh, I forgot <laughs> Chris, his real name. Chris Eccleston. Thank you, Chris Eccleston. <laughs> he was one of my favorite doctors, so when I saw him pop up, I was just like, <laughs> holy crap! Hey! hey. <laughs> He's got like a real boner for wood. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, interesting characterization choice for the villain in this movie, for sure. Uh, yeah, Nick Cage's brother gets in hot water with him because he agreed to steal 50 cars and in a very short time frame and fucked up and so now the guy Kalitri, i think is his name mm-hmm. but we're gonna call him dr who yep. oh. dr who <laughs> i threatens i have gb the, i have that breakdown uh the lines written where he's just like <laughs> he's talking to uh i for i even forget about that guy's name anyways it's just like how many cars 50 <laughs> how much time three days how many people you got? One, I think. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's long, yeah, the... <laughs> it's long odds. Um, so he gets a crew together, and then they do a heist in one night, and they steal all the cars. Timothy Oliphant and Delroy Lindo are the two detectives who are trying to stop them from doing it. And in the end, they do, and they kill the bad guy, and uh, everything's fine. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, and therein lies my primary complaint with this movie. It's just the central conceit. 50 cars in one night? Yeah. They got, like, I don't know, kind of a big crew. Mm -hmm. It's like 15 people, but they're going everywhere in pairs. Yeah, which I thought was weird. (laughs) I I mean, I guess it makes sense. You want to have, like, a lookout or whatever. It's probably safer to steal shit with a, a... buddy to wash your back but it's like fuck man 50 cars in one night that's a that's wild like i kept like pausing the movie and trying to do the math on it in my head where they'd be like you know it's like 12 12 hours remain at the start of when they start to go steal the cars or whatever yeah because it's 8 a.m is their drop-off time so it's like 8 p.m that night they're like okay now it's time to start stealing Mm -hmm. cars and it's like what man i just really just really done and add up to me and they they put it in the plot like nick cage says at one point he's like they're like why don't we start stealing them tonight because they're like a day before and that way we have like Mm -hmm. 48 hours to steal all the cars and he says something like you know we want to do it all at once so that by the time they realize the first car has been stolen you know we'll all we'll already be on to like the 20th or 30th car you know like they can get it all done before anybody figures out what's going on. But like they yeah. don't know the police don't know that they're stealing this specific list of cars until that night that it's, you know, yeah, they're halfway. Through yeah, they, it. they figure it out later. But <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I, I get that explanation. And if it was a list of, let's say, 20 cars instead of 50. You know, then it starts to sound more like, okay, you've got 15 people. You've scouted out Mm -hmm. all these locations in advance. I understand that that saves you a truckload of time. Mm -hmm. Like you are able to plan around that stuff, plan out your route, all this shit. But it's like, boy, the difference between 20 and 50 (laughs) is a lot. More than than twice. 50 cars. And I'm like, I don't I just don't buy it. Every time they said it, 50 cars, I was like, wow, this movie is dumb. (laughs) And I mean, sorry, my throat is terrible right now, but uh, the, they kept like 
instead of like showing you them stealing and then driving off and like you know coming back with mm-hmm. the cars they pretty much just show you a, a like montage of just them popping yeah. locks you know on cars and so it's just like click 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 snip snip her, her, her. snip snip <laughs> snip <laughs> twist twist and then, like, that was like okay all right Sean just became a human bop it over there and then, yeah, he's and then, what's the guy from fucking Michael, Police Academy? Michael Winslow. Yeah. Anyways, Michael the, Winslow guest starring on this episode. Oh, uh, he is so much better than what I could ever. I've got like a cold or something. This is not great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they do that like montage, and then they're like, "All right, we only got like thirteen mm-hmm. cars to go," and it's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, and isn't like. You know, L.A. is supposed to have, like, terrible traffic. Yeah, or that's a good like, point. They go into, like, the city. It's, like, hu- it's a huge <laughs> city. They're losing, like, they're losing, like, an hour of drive time, like, per car, you know? Yeah. Like, they should send two people after each car, but in different cars, just to see, like, if one of them can beat traffic. Like, if one of them can just get there fast. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will say that Ooh. I think I know the reason they did the pairs it's so that the characters have somebody else to talk to (laughs) yeah yeah well yeah yeah, totally i mean it's all you know that's all the whole point of this movie is like it's a kooky cast of characters and their fun interactions with each other you you know you've got the guy in the role that was clearly written for dave Chappelle with like the with the soccer guy who doesn't talk and soccer you you know what are they gonna get up to yeah, the you know what's his name? Vinny um, Jones. Vinny Jones. Yeah, he's yeah. a soccer um, dude. I wrote down that I bet the bad guy of this movie is Vinny Jones. I put that down like a long ass, like like ten minutes into the movie, and then we saw Christopher Eccleston, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah shit, that was wrong. And then it cuts mm-hmm. in the corners office, but... and I was like, Vinny Jones. Yeah, yeah. And then Vinny Jones at the end has like, oh, he's a poet too. And <laughs> yeah, and they're like, I thought you were from Long Beach. It's like, like uh, also, you didn't say a fucking word the rest of this movie <laughs> up until now. And then you say that, and then everybody's just like, huh, you have an accent. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, instead of saying, like, boy, there were some times during this heist, it would have been really advantageous <laughs> if you could just communicate information clearly. But mm-hmm. guess that wasn't. Uh... But it's not as intimidating. Mm. It's true. And that's why you get Vinnie Jones. He is intimidating. That is true. He's a super intimidating guy. He is a coroner uh, called the Sphinx who doesn't talk uh, in case you didn't pick that up from what we were saying. And he I hate that they do this. This is such like a a trope now. And maybe it wasn't in 2000 or whenever this movie came out. But when they cut to somebody who's like a coroner or somebody working in like a morgue and they're like eating while they work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, they're always like eating a sandwich yeah. as a way to show like, look how little they care you know, or like so callous, exactly, disrespectful. Yeah. Well, or maybe they're just like hungry and nobody's there to tattle on them because they're just surrounded by corpses. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're just like, oh, I'll just set my sandwich on a corpse. Yeah, like I don't know what the right trope is it. saying, but like it, I've seen. Well, it the a trope bunch. is saying that will keep his cold cuts cold because that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have another question for you guys okay. of uh, something that's. Uh, a cliche now but i don't mm-hmm. know you know if so at the time yeah is this is this the origin of the stranger 
Uh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I think it probably is. Is this where the stranger comes from? That's a good question. Like, I don't know. If you don't know, Sean, do you know what we're talking about? No. Oh, you, did, you didn't catch that joke? So they talk about it at the very beginning of the movie. It's Tumblr, I believe. <laughs> in the in during the very first like smash and grab car stealing scene they're he, they're waiting back at the base and he's just like so i've been doing this thing called the stranger recently uh, oh sit on my oh, hand right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't Thank know you. you were talking mm. i thought you were re referencing like a book or like a story oh les tranches yeah like, like, no <laughs> like, i was not referencing oh that. yes yeah this yes, is what this... that book's about by the way and, <laughs> no no you mean the thing where you sit on your hand until it gets numb and then you jerk off Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he said it for me. I was afraid I was going to have to say it. I, I thought that, too. I was just like, wait, in 2000, was that like a, is that a thing? I mean, I feel like it had <laughs> to have been, I mean, this is like a, before the advent of the internet. I mean, there was an internet. It was like AOL. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't like yeah, the fucking huge behemoth that it is now where like, you know, these jokes and, you know, memeology transmits all these ideas. Well, right. When, um, I, when I first heard about The Stranger, it was on Scrubs. And I feel mm, like that was like mid 2000, like 2007. Yeah. yeah, I tried to find an answer by Googling stranger masturbation, and that's not helpful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -oh. That didn't give me a lot of insight, but it did ruin yeah. my day. So, um, <laughs> right. so I'm going to recommend so. you don't do that. Um, oh, let's, so let's, early into the record, too, buddy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> let's knock out the rest of this crew. Okay, let's let's go. Um, All the rest of it? The whole yeah. crew? Yeah, I'm fucking in. Can I just say, like, some of the crew members? Yeah, some of the crew members were completely unnecessary. Yes, I, um, I think I know who you're going to say. I think her name is is listed in credits as a Judy. Or yeah, Judy. Uh, <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> she's just a redheaded lady that's in the meeting. Oh yeah. And then at the end, and then they're all patting each other on the back like yeah. good job. And it's like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, is she the woman who's like in Robert Duvall's like garage? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like there like, for the planning. Name? She's there when they like do the little powwow circle before mm -hmm. the heist to be like, mm -hmm. all right, everybody's got their job. Let's go. Yeah. And then they put on to uh, low rider and then do the thing. <laughs> Never once see her steal a car, mm. but she's, she's there at the end and she's there or there at the beginning and the end. And I'm just like, what? Um, okay. So she just knew your plan was going on and it was just like cool with it. You trust like, her with ends. this? <laughs> like she's yeah. cool. well, she's she's obviously there to help Robert Duvall cross the names off the chalkboard because they're doing it at such a lightning quick pace that he can't he can't keep <laughs> he up. Can't keep mm -hmm. up with just two hands to apply chalk to the board. It's not fast yeah. enough yeah. for this montage. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. So you got um, Nick Cage, and then he gets Robert Duvall, who I guess is like his old car th stealing mentor i don't know um yeah there's it's the crew is kind of divided into two groups he gets like the old guard mm -hmm. you know the the people that he worked with that he's able to round up and then at the end they supplement with his younger brother's crew and at first he's hesitant to the idea but he comes around when uh robert duvall is like bro 50 
50 5 0 and Nick Cage is like oh yeah okay you're right, right this movie's sure. so stupid. it's so goddamn stupid <laughs> he gets uh Will Patton and Shy McBride who they're I mean they're like just kind of cool guys they don't have like a ton of character to them um he gets Sway, who is Angelina Jolie, <laughs> who I remember I remember her being like a way bigger part of this movie. Like I, I thought she was like the second main character in my in my brain. And she is on the poster. Yeah, but she's yeah. just like another part of the crew. Yeah, and yeah, and then like, you know, there there's a scene where they're like waiting to like boost a car but they have to wait for this couple to like you know have sex in another room so they can like sneak up and steal the car and then they almost have sex Mm -hmm. during the car heist and it's just like that's when you learn that it's like oh they had like a little bit of a past that's pretty much it (laughs) like yeah (laughs) yeah the chemistry between them isn't as bad as some of the things like for example in primal uh his like total lack of chemistry with xenia on a top is like really (laughs) big problem in that movie he kind they kind of have chemistry like in the scene in the bar where she's like you look like a bible salesman now and he goes like you're healed like you know there's like there's some parts where i was like yeah okay there you know i believe it yeah yeah and i i think maybe that's more on her than it is on him like i think she's maybe pulling a little bit more weight and they're kind of chemistry match there but yeah i mean compared to primal it's like electric yeah i could definitely see that um and then well okay also when they introduce her character she takes like a big swig out of like an oil canister yeah what the fuck do you think that that was oil like do they just (laughs) store water in there or is she just like yeah loves cars so much she just like drinks diesel well like (laughs) there is no satisfactory answer because there are water receptacles aplenty there's a million better things to put your water in than an empty oil you could not wash that out well enough for me to ever put my lips to it ever we have we have never invented a thing to drink out of that looks like an oil canister and there's a reason for that because it's a bad thing to drink out of (laughs) also if it is just water at some point there's two risks one somebody is going to take it and put another oil canister or like put a, a real oil can near it and she will drink oil and die the arguably worse option or two somebody will take it and pour it into a car yeah which will fuck <laughs> it up well, good uh, you're already at the mechanic <laughs> uh yeah. I was, let's just crank out the rest of them really quick yeah. um we have i think that's it for the old crew right mm-hmm. uh yeah I think right so. yeah and then you've got giovanni ribisi whose name i cannot pronounce so i will be calling him gb uh <laughs> i'll just call him you know what let's call him ribisi you have uh ribisi's crew who are they're just a bunch of real young just knuckleheads Oh, oh, these whippersnappers are good at stealing cars no they're not no they're, they're not. so bad at it they're absolutely not no they're like super good they're technological geniuses that like can't keep it in their pants and that's the problem like that's the problem at the beginning of the movie they're like the we're the we're the gen x crew we've got like a tech guy and this is (laughs) and this is our other tech guy 
We got also, we got two, and this is the guy who can drive stuff, which I was yeah. like, that's not a big that's not a big brag to say that he can drive anything with two wheels to a bunch of professional car thieves. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet I bet they can too, man. Well, he says he can drive anything with wheels and some things without them. Yeah, it's, it's like, like okay, I get like it. a tank, like, like what the. A boat has a throttle and a steering yeah, okay, wheel. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little different. But, like, <laughs> is there a boat chase in this movie? No. Nope. Do they drive not. anything that doesn't require, uh, like, well, I mean, at one point, Kip does, uh, uh, Jib Jab uh, does <laughs> um, use a Ru- crane. Rubisi. That's true. He Rubisi. does. <laughs> but he does it. The other guy doesn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought when they looked over, it was going to be that that guy, and Remember? it wasn't. <laughs> Here's the payoff for that line. Oh, uh, no. No. And they also have this weird other member of their crew who is, like, not. <laughs> like, he's, like, okay, because they, they all have, like, a really defined persona. Are, are you talking about Sandwich Boy? Yeah, like, Giovanni Rubisi is, like, the leader. Got it. Uh, and then you've got the, the driver guy who's also, like, the muscles. You've got Mirror Man, who is the tech guy, who is like also the comedic relief, uh, and you've got um, uh, I don't remember the other guy's name. Toby was yeah, Toby yeah, was the Toby, computer guy. Thank you. And and he's like he re- describes himself as he's like yeah, I'm good with computers. I can hack pretty much anything in the DMV, change VIN numbers. But when he says it, it's so like. He doesn't care. Like yeah. he's like, you don't sound like you could do that. You gotta, like, you gotta you just... sell yourself for the job. <laughs> and then they're like, and this guy gets pizzas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the last guy, they're like, uh, we don't know why he's here. Actually, now that we think <laughs> about it, why are you here? He's, he's here he's to a... take the dog on a Fred. walk and pick the keys out of the dog shit yeah. when that happens Fred. later in the movie. Freb, yeah, Freb steals a, a car full of heroin because he's just like, hey, guys, I can steal a car, yeah. too, guys. Look at me, he guys. Just, they have two members of their crew <laughs> whose job is apparently just to fuck things up. <laughs> yeah. And they do. And they suck. Problems. <laughs> well, you can't have a movie without conflict. His name is Freb. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're boggling my mind. I thought it was Fred the whole time. It's Freb with a B. <laughs> what is that short for? Frebulon? Um, Frebulon. <laughs> Frebenstein. Oh. Uh, Frebenstein. Jesus. It's like, oh, fuck. I don't know. That just, I hated that character because it's like, why are you here, dude? Like, I guess we got to let you hang out with us because you might tell the cops yeah. if we kick you out. Uh, <laughs> I just you think that's what he that's what it is. I just well, I, I just, can get pizzas, which he never delivers on. He doesn't yeah. even do that. <laughs> I, he steals a car full of heroin. No pizza involved. God damn it. Freb, I, uh, you fucked it up. I, I Googled is Freb short for something. And uh, the thing at the top is, did you mean is Ferb short for something? <laughs> It's like in The Simpsons, all they got is Bort license plates. Aww. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. And I think that's no. pretty much the whole, that's pretty much the whole crew. Um, uh, yeah. So I. Are we missing anybody? I, I don't care. I felt like there really. was, I felt like there was like 10 more people, but that's it. That's probably what, like 11, something like that. Um, 
Yeah. It just felt it just felt like more because they keep like mix and matching on the pairings, mm-hmm. you know, so that they can get like, you know, a look at the different chemistry between these characters. I I understand from a storytelling standpoint, but again, yeah. it harkens back to the problem of like, so did they just all meet up in one central location again and be like, okay, now go with your new buddy. <laughs> Remember to hold hands. Yeah, where they like, get lost. Like two people stole a car and came back, and then one of them paired up with someone else and left. But now the other guy, let's say Freb, now Freb has to wait for somebody else to come back because it's a, who they're supposed to pair with. Well, Freb's out getting dog X Lex. <laughs> yeah, that also happens. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we can just kind of go through it. Interestingly, having talked about the cast like this we have actually covered like a lot of the plot in this movie so i guess just let's try and just broad strokes through it if there's anything you guys want to talk about i mean there's the intro when giovanni rubisi steals a car in the stupidest way yeah need to get my tool which is a brick they need to steal i think it's a ferrari i believe Mm -hmm. uh it's a porsche Mm, man some car guys are not gonna like this episode Oh, I, don't, I don't care. I I was just happy to find out they didn't break, actually destroy the like Shelby GT five hundred. Oh, and then yeah. I was like, okay, then this movie's okay. I mean, if they destroyed a, a real one, I would have been like, I don't want to watch this ever. Like this is <laughs> this is a bad movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> did did it bother you guys that? Okay, so one thing we haven't really talked about yet is <clears throat> the list of fifty cars. The way. And Nick Cage sets it up is that he has women's names as code names for all of them. And they talk about it a little yeah, bit. So they'll call them like Lisa and uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he talked about it and like they're like call signs so that they can be saying it over their like walkie talkies, which man dumb. But wait, do they even you know, use hold on? Do they even use walkie talkies in this movie? Sometimes like I, there was a couple where they're like or. There was a, some radio involved. I thought oh, it was like a CB thing. Yeah, but. you're right. That's true. I remember them calling Robert Duvall. Yeah, okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue. But the but yeah, it's like, okay, so I, I understand the idea behind the list. Like, mm-hmm. A, you know, it lets them say stuff over airwaves where it's not just like, yeah, I'm here at the Ferrari whatever <laughs> yeah. model number. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm taking Stephanie down to the lake now or whatever. Right. Cute. Like, I get it. But then... Eleanor, the main car, the main car is a Ford Shelby GT500. <laughs> it's just a car that already is a lady's name. Just like Shelby. It's a lady's name and a snake. Uh, like, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know why that bothered me so That's much, but point, I was just yeah. like, why, why are you? Well, they can't just call it like you know uh just shelby because then it would be it's too on the nose we yeah on the nose i guess i don't know yeah maybe i don't know Uh, that yeah i I get that could be a problem Mm -hmm. but like i I mean hear hear what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i know that that's of all the stupid things in this movie (laughs) that's a really dumb one to get hung up on like i understand that academically i'm just telling you that in my heart every time he was like eleanor i was like ah, dumb you you mean you mean shelby you mean shelby it's a beautiful shelby, name it's right there dude <laughs> yeah that's a good point that i didn't think about because i was so mired down in all of the other things that were bothering me in this fucking movie i just don't yeah it's like did they 
in what like three days learn all the like nicknames for all the other cars or yeah. did they learn it like when they were going out okay now you're going after the mclaren uh and it's it's on this street here's the address here's the photograph for the whatever right i don't know why you need the license or the photograph but like here's here's the address and also when you use the call sign call it dorothy or whatever fuck i don't give a shit yeah, okay. it does. It does seem like they did mem memorize them, though, based off some of the conversations like, you know, a yeah. day before the heist goes down the way they're talking about them. Yeah, it's like it's just another another layer of convolution to the story and like to to their plot, like let's make it even more complicated than it already is. I don't know. Um, I got a question. What's the point of writing all of the things you're going to steal on the wall in blacklight? Why not just write it on a sheet of paper and then, like, burn it when you're done? Yeah, or in, or just eat it when the cops come. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, wow, I said it right that time. Um, at, nice. At the, mm -hmm. Thank you. At the hideout, um, like, right at the beginning of the movie, they have written the full list of every car that they're going to steal on the wall in like block letters that are probably like five inches high and they wrote them in like the black light paint that only shows up under a uv light um and then on the way out as the cops are coming they smash a black light bulb leaving black light bulb glass all over the place and that's how the cops figured out yeah the forensics department is able to piece it together but yeah let's not gloss over this before they smash the light they have a solvent that they're trying to use to like scrub it off the walls. So does that what? mean this whole time they were like, okay, if the shit goes down, we're gonna grab this big old bottle of goo gone. <laughs> we're gonna smudge it up real fast. It's so stupid. It's like a couple of sponges. Like you said, it would just be a thousand times yeah. easier. Just like ballpoint pen on a piece of notebook paper yeah. would be like, a thousand times easier to destroy in any number of ways yeah, like like you said fucking eat it even just taking it with you yeah take it with you uh oh there's timothy <laughs> oliphant chomp 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 yeah nom nom, nom. <laughs> i love paper nom, nom 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 like i i don't know i i thought that was so dumb like yeah it's just a. it's you know it's just something they could find a clue of you know like i i get it they're yeah it's supposed to be cool, and he's like, you. and then you have the, like, detectives talking about black light when they're looking for the, like, I don't know, they don't even know at the time. They're mm -hmm. just, like, using black lights, and they're like, what could be hidden? In the 70s, it was all the rage to, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. loved writing down things in black light, and it's like, okay, cool, you probably had some black light posters, you know, Velvet Elvis, but, like, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Like, yeah, just <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, dumb. It, was, it was dumb. It's dumb. I mean, it's, okay, so we've established that writing them down on a piece of notebook paper would be the easiest, mm -hmm. simplest method. But yeah. here, here's another pitch, one that they use later in the movie: a chalkboard. <laughs> a chalk, anything. A chalkboard. Which, and then when the detective comes, they just flip it around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they just they flip yeah, it. Yeah. They don't even. Literally, they didn't even erase it. That 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 was the scene that I actually did like when he came to call at the mm -hmm. warehouse and they had like the drugs on the floor, 
they make they're like oh this is a nice card you want to try you want to get in and give it a little rev and they yeah. trick him into getting into the car to rev the engine to use the exhaust pipe to blow away the pile of heroin that has inadvertently ended up on the ground to just aerosolize a bunch of it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and okay Uh i guess we're all gonna take the next six hours off from planning this heist (laughs) i'm gonna go lay down for a while um yeah i'm a little sleepy all of a sudden yeah uh jesus that's i mean they literally anything less indelible than paint on a wall is a good idea it's the dumbest fucking plot point and like I, I don't know I, I know that like part of doing you know discussions like this is that you kind of do nitpick little plot holes, but I try and like let stuff go when I know that it's important for the plot, because like you know you got to have some contrivances here and there, but sure. the, I, I could just could not let this go. It was so goddamn stupid. Yeah. Well, especially since you know it's just okay. I think it's just you know showing the difference between the young bucks. Being like, oh, we're so smart. We're doing some geeky stuff. We got invisible ink, whatever. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And then the the old old guys are just like, no, dude, chalk on a board, dude. Like, yeah. (laughs) What? What is? Okay. Also, they led the cops to the fucking warehouse where they had all the shit. Yeah. So it's like, if you know you're being tailed, don't go back. To where your fucking shit is. Yeah. Yeah, that was so stupid. I just didn't understand that. I was like, they are dumb and they're bad at car thieving. They're so bad at I mean, they're I, so bad at it. I'm not a professional car thief, but here's a pitch. If you're trying to accumulate 50 stolen cars into one abandoned warehouse, each time you steal one, just go to somewhere else. <laughs> you know, have like a second warehouse that's just for that car. Yeah. And then like... You know, if you're able to lose the helicopter or whatever, then great. Then tomorrow morning you drive it back across town or whatever. Yeah. Wait until your wanted level goes down. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then drive it back across town. Also, here's a tip. Don't do 80 in the city when you're yeah. driving in a stolen car. Yeah. Even uh, Mirror Man is like, dude, stolen car. What are yeah. you doing? He's like, we're going to jail. And I was like, yeah, probably, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're dumb. But they don't go to jail. Instead, they get caught and by no- Doctor Who, which is a much worse fate, <laughs> yeah. as it turns out. Yes. Uh, and then we meet Nick Cage for the first time, where we find out that he is apparently working at a go-kart track in what looks like the middle of the Arizona desert or something. Like, Man, does that look like a fun go-kart track? Yeah. I could watch an entire movie that is just Nick Cage explaining go-karts to me. Yeah, I yeah. just, like, was expecting, like, if, like, this movie wasn't about car heists, it would have been about Nick Cage taking a bunch of ragamuffins and just, like, <laughs> all right, we're going to we're gonna build a downhill derby and we're yeah. going to win and beat those dumb rich kids, you know? Yeah. So Nick Cage. I'm just describing the... the plot to a uh, little... The, the little rascal. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the Mighty Ducks. I was going to say like the Mighty Ducks Bears. scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, those are all about sports that aren't downhill racing. (laughs) Interchangeable. It doesn't matter. A a ragtag group of kids, you know, that doesn't really know the thing in question (laughs) that well. The value of... And then Nick Cage is going to teach them how to... I would like to see a Bad News Bears redone with, um, yeah, Nick Cage. Fuck yeah, I would. 
Just as an alcoholic old, like, you know, he's like, he's seen better days. He used to be a champ. <laughs> he used to know, he knows how to lead people to victory. Yeah, so if you're... He's just been... <laughs> if you're listening and you know Nick Cage, um, just get that to him. Thanks. Here, here's, a, here's a pitch for a, a new segment. Live on the air new segment pitch. Are you guys ready for oh, this? Shit. This is exciting stuff. Yeah, I don't know. In okay. addition, in addition to the recast where we take the role of this movie and say who we would rather have it be in. Yeah. We take Nick Cage's character archetype in the particular mm. film and then give it a quick elevator pitch for a, a, a different movie with that character archetype okay. in it that we would like to see him in okay. instead. I like that. Okay, we we can talk about it more later. We'll try it. I'll put it in the back of my head and kind of ruminate as we get yeah, there. Yeah, this one this one counts for this. A, yeah. a sort of Mighty Ducks, Bad News Bears style movie where he's teaching kids how to go-kart good. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd like that. I would say a romantic comedy about a guy who has like a shady past and is trying to do his best running a go-kart uh a go-kart business that looks like it's set in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland um <laughs> and he meets um elizabeth shoe i guess i don't know <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah that sounds i thought you were just gonna go with angelina jolie but no okay. oh, that'd be way better <laughs> elizabeth shoe i like it and then um so yeah he's working there and one of the members of his crew whose name i said earlier and forgot it is uh, Will uh, Patley, I think. Yeah, um, he shows up and lets him know that uh, his brother got jammed up. He got jammed up bad. <laughs> 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 and there's a great shot when Nick Cage is he walks out onto the go kart track while there's a bunch of kids on it going in carts, and he helps a kid who gets stuck in like the hay bales, you know. And then he sees Will Patton staring at him, and he just stops and stares at him for a minute. And I really wanted him to get clipped in the ankles by a kid on a go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, knocked down. That would be hilarious. And then he's, like, in, a, in like crutches for the rest of the movie. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> my driving foot. Hey, you, my you drive stick. Foot. They're both, dri They're now both I, driving feet. Now I'm going to have to teach these young bucks how to rally together and steal cars good. <laughs> That's like another Mighty yeah. Ducks situation. He has to teach a bunch of kids how to become car thieves. <laughs> so they can save the rec center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all it's yeah. all bad news bears all the way down. All these pitches. It's kind of bad news, bad news bears. It's breaking bad news bears. Yes, Bre okay. <laughs> well, if thank you, We're gonna ladies replace and gentlemen, I'm retiring from <laughs> podcasting now. Because I don't think I'll ever be able to top that. Thank you. Uh, oh, if I think you can top that. <laughs> If thank, we're gonna like just keep replacing God. like Billy Bob Thornton with like Nick Cage, I'd like yeah. to see a bad Santa with Nick Cage. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Breaking Bad Santa news bears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, bad Santa three more badly or news bears. It's like, that sounds like if the title of a movie had a concussion. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like I have one right now, man. So he he tells them that Kalitri is after his brother, like quote stains on a mattress. 
Yeah. Ugh. Um, I, I wrote that yeah. down too. One of one of many <laughs> gross lines in this film. Uh, there's there's a, a part where he's uh, Nick Cage is talking about what it's like to steal cars, and he says that to see them just sitting there begging to be plucked, yeah. and I was just like, oh, puke forever. I was like, do they? Okay, let's let's be honest. Let's be real. Let's put everything on the table. Okay, they they're they fuck these these cars right. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like that's a lot of people with like the like man cave in the garage, you know, yeah. kind of thing where it's just like, man, I, I like change my oil like every, you know, <laughs> yeah. thousand miles. And like, cause man, not man. only it's just fun to do, but what I wouldn't give whew. to just rub up against a Hummer. Mm. Ele- Eleanor. Well, yeah, because no, he's Eleanor. in the scene where he's uh he's in the car with Sway and. I can't even remember which of them starts a conversation where they're like, which is better, fucking well, or stealing yeah, cars? Angelia Jolie asks. She asks, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> which is better, fucking or stealing cars? And he goes, mm. what about fucking <laughs> while stealing a car? And she's like, has that line ever worked on anybody? Well, it does work on me. Hey, you gotta shoot your shot. <laughs> it's working right now. And then while they start like making out and getting to getting to various bases, um, in the front seat of this car, yeah. he starts dirty talking by mm-hmm. just his idea of dirty talk is just listing parts of cars, and yeah, yeah. it's working for her. Yeah, crankshaft. Like, yeah, he's like he says like circular, yeah, drive master dri- cylinder and like yeah. drive shaft and like, and then when she's like, oh, time to get to work. He's like brakes, oh brakes! Good. Got good, got good brakes on her too. Gotta have, gotta, gotta have, have those. Holy shit! It's a good uh, bit. I mean, I yeah, it. I laughed. Yeah, like it was funny, but it, I was like, man, they fuck these cars for sure. They fuck yeah. those cars for real. And there's like scenes where they're listening to literally just recordings of car engines, yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Anyway. Yeah, just drive a car. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought that the I thought that the crew in the Fast and the Furious franchise was horny for cars, but they ain't got nothing on these sex perverts. No, it's like, so weird. Like, I don't know. I I know car guys. Like, I'm related to to guys that are car guys, and like they're I'm not related to car guys. Like I'm this. half car guy. <laughs> That's how it happens. You're half car guy. My dad is a car guy, uh, and my mom is German, so I'm half half car half guy, half car German. Guy, German. Um, yeah, half car guy, half Volkswagen. <laughs> Jesus. And then, okay, so Nick Cage agrees. They go to Kalitri's hideout, which is set in another one of those. This is a Bruckheimer staple. It's one of those classic 90s industrial places that has no, like, OSHA oversight. Like, there's open bursts of flame just coming out of, like, the ground in this weird industrial, like, nightmare scape. It's so strange. Which is yeah. it's odd because it's like a car crushing facility where it's just normally just a scrapyard. Yeah. But then also this odd, like, just labyrinth of pipes. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like there's always it's always like there's an entire industrial park that's yeah. just had one giant warehouse built around it. 
you know? So there's, like, multiple levels and enclosures and, like, roofs to crash to yeah. into your weird woodworking. <laughs> also, don't you think it was weird that he's, like, I, I don't like metal. It's too cold and yeah. and lifeless. I like wood. I, I, I'm a wood guy. Anyway, we steal cars professionally. That's what we do here. Yeah. We steal big metal I, cars. In this big I, I hired, metal building. I hire people to steal cars for me, and then if I threaten them by death if they don't steal enough cars, an obscene amount of cars in a short amount of time. <laughs> they, how is this a working, functioning business I model? Look, I, I don't love it, but mahogany's not cheap. And also, I, I don't want to work with balsa, you know what I'm where's saying? Where's that Woody? Like, give me a car that's like got like wood on it wood Wouldn't panels you want wood panel car like i mean i feel like he'd be all over that hell yeah but no no yeah he doesn't have that he doesn't drive he doesn't leave his labyrinth that doesn't yeah <laughs> the, yeah anyway so um, in case you didn't pick it up he's the bad guy in this movie has a thing for wood in i would say a similar way to the way that everybody else has a thing for cars um, which is an interesting kind of dichotomy for them to present to the audience. Like, you know, it's the old classic rivalry of like carpenters and like car thieves. Um, yep. That, uh, yep. That tale is old as tale time. Is old as time. Yeah. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. Why? Carpenter uh, and Nick Cage. Um, <laughs> Carpenter versus Nick Cage. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, I mean, it's one of those classic things that you see in nineties movies where the bad guy has to be an eccentric in some way. And they have to be eccentric in some very specific, like, um, like art or craft, you know, like they'll walk around their their uh, bad guy office and like talk about the sculptures that they have. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, this is a sophisticated <laughs> villain. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I'm, really, like I'm really into it's my Fabergé things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I collect a bunch of baseball memorabilia. But this guy just like makes <laughs> chairs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, he points to it. And he's like, "I made this one for your your brother," and it's a coffin. <laughs> Which like, <laughs> okay, I I thought that part was pretty cool. It's a pretty coffin. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, it, I wouldn't want to be murdered, but yeah, that's a pretty nice coffin, dude. All right. Well, <laughs> at least at least. Our, our poor mom that is like a waitress at a shitty diner <laughs> yeah. will save a little bit on the funeral expenses. Because, okay, Nick Cage talks about how he's been sending them money every month uh -huh. at one point. Yeah, that sweet go-kart cash. I, yeah. I've... So they're, they're just fun bucks. Well, and there's... Okay, so here's, here's another problem that I had with this movie. Their huge payday for doing this... <laughs> yeah. ...is $200,000. Yes. That's what they're offered. Yes. Now, granted, it's $200,000 and sparing the life of the dude or whatever, <laughs> right. but it, it isn't like, it, it's not like Doctor Who says, oh, well, you're going to do it for this minuscule amount of what your cut would normally be. Right. He kind of just presents it as like, you're going to, here's the normal standard deal. You get me these 50 cars, $200,000, and, you know, you just have to accept this job. But like... $200,000 isn't that much. Split, like, 12 ways, too? Yeah. Like, what, each member of this crew is going to get sixteen grand for stealing 50 cars? Yeah. Hey, guys, e guys, okay, guys, e guys. Even guys. in the year 2000 money, it's like they're getting, like, a, a year's worth of working at, like, a minimum wage job. Yeah, but you are saying... 
You're getting $16,000 within just for three days worth of work? I mean, yes. Pretty sweet deal. But, like, just one of those cars is worth more than that much money. <laughs> yeah. Literally any one of them. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was saying is I was looking up some of the cars, and it's, like, modern versions of some of these makes and models are, like, seventy, eighty, ninety thousand $90,000 cars. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, again, that's 2020 money versus 2000 money. But still, it's like, man... You, you kind of could just steal a fucking car, couldn't you? And sell it and then be like, I did it. Or just sell all that heroin. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was <laughs> totally. I just thought it was a weird for him to be like, if you steal all these cars, I'll save your brother's life and give you $200,000. I was like, yeah. why? That's weird. <laughs> like, why not just not give him any money? I, I hated that in the American remake of like Old Boy when it's just like, Yes, you did all this work to seek revenge, and here's a briefcase full of diamonds. And it's yeah, like, it was weird. wasn't it supposed to be just a revenge story? Yeah. Why I do thought... you need fucking a briefcase full of money? What's the what's the point of that? It defeats the whole purpose of the revenge. I thought we agreed that we weren't going to talk about the American remake of Old Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed that as, well, a, it exists, as a culture. Dude. It exists. I forgot. You can't. I, I <laughs> literally watched it and forgot until you said it just now. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, so Nick Cage tries to give. He tries to buy his brother's way out of debt by giving him a roll of ten thousand dollars that he has from go kart. Yeah. I guess, or maybe just from like. I. You know what? Never mind. He probably stashed it when he like left. Like. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's fine. But. But still, yeah. Yeah. Or the, it's just fun bucks. He, he, he gives it to Christopher Eccleston. by he, he takes it out, and then he says, here, I'll pay the debt, and he sets it on the table, which is stupid. Don't do that. Just hang on to it until he says, until yeah. he says okay. Because he doesn't. Yeah. He picks it up, and he throws it in Nick Cage's face. Well... He throws it in Nick Cage's face after he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. I need these cars. If I don't have the cars, I'm going to look like an asshole. Yeah. Do I look like an asshole? And then Nick goes, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he throws the money in his face, which that was good too. That got me. I laughed out loud at that yeah. joke. I like that one. It's not, not all bad. Yeah. But uh, and then Nick Cage leaves. And I don't know if you guys noticed this. Um, he doesn't pick the money up. <laughs> I did not notice that. Probably because it would have been really awkward. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to just leave it here. <laughs> the bills are all scattered. Did you see? And, is it? Uh, maybe yeah, I'll, I'll just take I'll just take one. Damn it. I had I'll them just all take pace. one of the hundred dollar bills for bus fare. I can't fare. see. Did, are there some under your desk? I can't see back there. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I had them all facing the same direction. Yeah, Damn looks, it. It looks like I've got eighty six hundred here. Okay. So, oh, boy, I guess I'm check under your shoes, yeah. guys. Is anyone standing on some money? Uh, yeah, well, you got my address. Off. You could send it. Yeah, I when you find it, it. it's cool. <laughs> like, um, I'll tell you what. So I've got eighty six. So we'll just make that two hundred and fourteen thousand. Uh, and you can just get it to me whenever we get you the cars. We'll um, be fine. And then they crushed uh, his brother in a trash compactor, or uh, like a like a not a trash compactor, a car compactor. And yeah. they do it in a way that's like. Nick Cage pulls a gun on Christopher Eccleston and he's like, let my brother go. And they start crushing him. And he's like, you have 30 seconds to decide to help me or your brother yeah. dies. And I was like, 
crashing a car is not like a super precise science Mm-mm. you can't nope. nail it down to 30 seconds like what if kip had just died in that scene yeah the car <laughs> the car had like a not quite like an accident that didn't quite total it so it wasn't yep. on the title but there was like structural damage in the frame and yep. they turn on the crusher and it's just like oh shit <laughs> whoops <laughs> boy do you have another brother that i can kidnap or what's up <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of dna to clean up yeah. well shit i guess you're free to go because your brother's blood debt is now paid so Sorry yeah. about that. Do you, you, don't, you don't still want to do it. I'll give you $300,000. Um, <laughs> also, I, we should probably mention that Nick Cage's character's name in this movie is Memphis Reigns. Yeah. I know, it's great. Memphis Golly. I, I want to read yeah. sometime just a compiled list of all of his character names all in a row. Because they're probably Bro. bananas. Scott Rosenberg really can pick them. <laughs> Like, All, I mean, there's a lot of crazy character names. Sarah, Sarah Wayland, otherwise known as Sway, Sway. Dumb. Sphinx. Mirror Man? Because his glasses, his sunglasses <laughs> are mirrors? Yeah, I guess so. I yeah, I thought Mirror Man was <sighs> super dumb. And mm-hmm. I didn't even catch that that was his glasses reference. Like, yeah. I just was like, is it because of cons- computer screens? I never even see him look at a computer screen either. It's like whatever yeah i don't know dumb all uh, among the other good bad names here their uh informant at the pier that they talk to a couple of times that, that the cops shake down is named fuzzy frizzle <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds like a character on fraggle rock <laughs> <laughs> yes it's uh, uh yeah, it's definitely a very fucking uh, uh Jim Henson vibe <laughs> to fuzzy it. Frizzle. <laughs> anyway, um so then Nick Cage goes to the diner. I mean he reconnects with his brother for a second, it's whatever. Um do you guys want I mean do you guys have anything to say about that? I don't know. It's weird that his mom I mean, yeah. why didn't he just yeah. stay and do a a go-kart track in town so that his mom could i don't know why is she working this sucks i know he's got enough money that he could just drop like ten thousand dollars on a dude's desk and then not even pick it up but his mom works in a shitty diner i don't know respect your elders i wonder what the amount of money it would take for me to not want to turn around and pick it up like what's i'm trying to figure out for me what's the line between like looking cool and like wanting the money and honestly i think it's like 50 bucks <laughs> yeah. like in yeah. singles i would probably be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get this hold on a sec yeah uh, 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 yeah exactly it has to be a similar amount of bills i feel like because otherwise it changes that you know if it's like it's one if it's one hundred dollar bill obviously i'm gonna go for right. it right if it's a hundred one dollar bills I don't know. I I grab a yeah, I grab a, a handful or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotta get cab fare yeah, home. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Why is he gotta go tell his mom? Like, can't she just not know about this? Yeah, I didn't understand that either. And even his brother is like, no, we don't gotta tell mom that she worries. It's like, yeah, I bet she does. <laughs> she has good reason. Her sons are professional yeah. felons. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nick Cage. Good car thief. <laughs> and then Kip, uh, 
just a shitty card. It's a terrible card. <laughs> like, like, damn it, Nick, you should have stuck around and maybe taught him something like, yeah, a little he, bit more. <laughs> he followed in his footsteps yeah. anyway, because yeah, that's what we learn later is that's why he left. You know, his brother's like, you abandoned us, and he's like, I did it because I knew that if I stayed, you were just going to take up <laughs> where I left off. Well, uh, also, it's the mom asked him to leave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The mom asked him to leave, and that that is the reason he goes to her in the diners, because he's, you know, he's a man of his word, and he promised he was done stealing cars. So he's like, Mama, I got to do this. I got to do this. Or, you know, she, he, he needs her blessing. Yeah. Because he's a man of honor. That's true, I guess. He's a man of honor who rubs his genitals against cars. Yeah. Man. <laughs> we did we did decide that that's canon. Oh right? yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. One yeah, hundred percent. I don't know okay. how, right. like logistically how he's doing it. I mean, you see Angelina Jolie do it to a stick shift. Yeah, um, yep. yeah it's like it's canon in the story. Um, and he runs into um, the two cops who were after him. Uh, God, I forgot. Uh, Delroy Lindo and um, Timothy Oliphant. I would watch a Netflix series about them, honestly, because like I, I thought they had great patter and good like, yeah, chemistry as as kind of partners who kind of piss each other off. It was great. Oh yeah, totally. I love the bit where yeah, Timothy Oliphant's like yeah, his wife's mean, and then later he's like man don't say stuff about my wife like he waits until after they're done <laughs> bugging nick yeah. but he's like don't talk shit about my wife dude yeah <laughs> i just i like their dynamic of like two guys who kind of don't yeah. get along super well like they're not best friends mm -hmm. but yeah. then when they have to do the job and like interrogate people or like push on an informant they're both like on you know what i mean i like that i thought that yeah. was cool yeah like when they're in the stakeout they're just like arguing yeah over like it's like damn it a minivan parked in, in front of us now we got him got to yeah. move closer he's like i guess so uh but uh like i mean timothy does like i think he does some really good comedy work well yeah he's, he's awesome. clarita diet is fucking this awesome. this is what i will say about these two this is how i would describe it uh these two played their parts so well that they did a good job of convincing me that they were good cops despite the fact that the screenplay does absolutely nothing to award them that credential. You know, I mean, they're constantly being thwarted and yeah. they're like, I guess we'll just go shine black lights on stuff. You know, that's like the, you know, the, all the script gives them is their like good police mm -hmm. work. But like still, I left the movie being like, they were good. They were good, they were, cool I cops working together. They yeah. don't really do much. They push on an informant really hard. In yeah. like kind of a shady way, and they notice a bunch of blue, like shattered glass on the floor, which I feel like anybody would have noticed that probably. And that's that's pretty much it. Totally, there were like there were like fifty cops picking apart that warehouse. Mm -hmm. You know, someone would have found it. Um, yeah. So then uh, Nick Cage has to get the crew together. So they start calling down their list, and. Um, this is where a bunch of great lingo, which this movie is obsessed with, um, gets introduced. Uh -huh. Like people, we find out that people are variously like they got jolted, which I guess means arrested. And they're like doing nickels, which I guess I assume means <laughs> five years, right? A five yeah. year sentence. Yeah. They say at one point they say doing a dime too. Yeah. Like there's just a ton of lingo peppered in. Um, but he finds a yeah, couple of the crew members. What? Watch on. 
So some of the lingo, it's like it's like car, like you know, car things. Yeah. But then the rest of it's just like gibberish. <laughs> like, they but it's cool gibberish. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't come up with enough car jing, ling, jing, uh Lingo, whatever. Largan. Little larb. Oh, God. Car jingo. Yeah. Yeah. Jingo. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. But, like, my head hurts, guys. You're cool, man. You're you're cool, man. No, we we get you. Yeah, there wasn't enough car stuff to fill fill it out. So they they just made shit up. You gotta flip-flab the jibby-jab. Yeah, pretty much. Oh god! Yeah. It's like you know, really put on the high beams on that guy. Like that's like okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, buddy. And, then... <laughs> and they don't call it stealing but... cars a lot; they call it boosting. Yeah, boosting. boosting. Which I think they probably did consciously because they didn't want to constantly talk about how the protagonists of this movie are like stealing stuff, so they had to come up with a cooler word for it to kind of you know disassociate it from like theft. Yeah, <laughs> just what it is. Totally. No, because what they're doing is an is an art form. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, yeah. that's what they say. Like when uh when the like a random like guy just comes up and just like uh puts a gun in uh uh what is it, Danny's face. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Ch- and he's Shiny just like, Get it. Yeah, Shiva face is like he's just like Hits him with the car door, like pulls the gun out of his hand and then kicks him a bunch. And he's like, come on. And anybody can pull a gun on somebody. (laughs) It's like, man, you need a mentor, which I thought was going to be like, here's my car. Get in. (laughs) Get in the back. Also, we skipped over the whole like Shia McBride's like um, being introduced to the recruited. There's like he's a I driving almost instructor. thought we were gonna get away with it, Joe. No, I was I was I was gonna get there. I almost thought we were gonna get away with it. But. So Shy McBride is introduced, and <laughs> like most of Nick Cage's previous crew, he has moved on. That's sort of a theme. They're pulling the old crew out of retirement. The Sphinx became yeah. a coroner. I guess so I guess he went to fucking med school. Good for him. Um, yeah, he should have just stayed. Yeah, he's doing fine. That guy's definitely a car pervert, for oh, sure. Absolutely. He had a good job. Um, Nick Cage, is a, he runs a go-kart. Angelina Jolie's like in an uh, auto shop in a bar. Mechanic. And, and a bu- yeah, but Coyote Ugly. Yes, and um, Shy McBride is uh, working as a driving instructor. And he's got um, a student who just can't drive good. Um and why? I well, why can't she drive good, Josh? So one Sorry, thing I, I did I notice part of it, and I didn't notice this until I watched it the second time because it's it's pretty subtle. Um, she is an Asian woman, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that sounds familiar. So I looked it up, and apparently it's a it's a pretty racist fucking stereotype. <laughs> hmm Asian people can't. Yeah, drive there's cars. a yeah, there is a then, stereotype that Asians can't drive, but then. She's also a woman, which is like another oh, stereotype another one. on top of that. Yeah. Where I was just like, I just was like, oh, I feel bad for this lady mm-hmm. because it's like you're just being played as like a, a like a caricature, I know. but a racist caricature. And then the scene, like just two scenes later at the DMV when he's picking up uh, when Danny's <sighs> like picking up a, like, I guess it's like license plate numbers or some shit. <sighs> 
Mm-hmm. Like, she's just a booth over, mm-hmm. and she's getting told she cannot have a license. Because yeah. she failed the test. <laughs> Rough stuff. Yeah, and it's like, well, I mean, you did cause, like, a multiple car pileup. I mean, yeah, like, you can't be that surprised. <laughs> yeah, you can't be that surprised. Like, I mean, he was a driving instructor. That guy would have failed you for yeah. sure. He got out of the car, and you immediately got in an accident. Yeah. Now, that, that is a 2000. I mean, they also dropped, like, the, the F-bomb. Oh, yeah. I, and, not, and not fuck uh, in this movie as well, where it's just like, ooh, this is 2000s. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the homophobic slur. Um, yeah, Scott Rosenberg. Yeah. For shame. For right. shame, Scott. Low-hanging fruit, Scott. It's weird to see it get dropped and, like, have everybody, like, nobody reacts. Like, they're talking about Magnum P.I., I think, and they mention a, a side character, and they say, oh, he's that, and they say the, you know, that word. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, right, yeah. And Nick Cage is like, uh, no, that was uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, casually is like, everybody just rolls with it. And it's so weird to see that in something that was only 20 years ago. And to know that now it would be like, oh, yeah, exactly. It would be like a record scratch moment in any modern movie. Yeah, totally. The only characters that will ever be using that word again in cinema probably are the villains of the stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not the antiheroes, the like villains. Yeah. But yeah, I just was like, I just sorry to hold the brakes on this, uh, <laughs> like. Uh, but I was just like, damn! That when those things happened in this movie, I was just like, damn! This is the early two thousands. Yep. Like, fuck. Uh. No, yeah. All, all joking aside, I'd much rather talk about these moments than the plot of this movie <laughs> yeah. because it's so fucking stupid. So anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so what what I stopped us before at was uh, it's like it's an art form, and right. you, they just stole a car, yes. and it's like what they're doing is stealing cars, not art. And he's like, I'm Robin Hood, and it's like I steal from the rich and give to the needy, and he's like, you mean the poor, and he's like, no, we need these cars, and I was like, ah, oh, that's uh, okay, but yeah, they could have still... almost. They could have almost justified it, and they just didn't. They yeah. didn't know. Well, they're not giving it to the mm-hmm. cars. They're selling it overseas to rich people. Yeah, to other rich yes. jack-offs. That... Which, is that a market that exists in real life? Probably. I don't fucking know. I just, like... I'm not rich. <laughs> Surprise. Who who would pay, like, 60 grand mm-hmm. for a car? This list price is, like, 70 grand. And is stolen. Yeah, just just so you save like a little bit of money, but also at any time if anything goes wrong, it's just gonna be like, oh, this is a stolen car. Oh, the brakes yeah. don't work. I gotta take it to the dealership. Oh, can't take it to the dealership. I mean, they they talk about switching VINs and stuff, but like, I don't how does know. that even work? Yeah, and do, do just they just make them up? Like, and like the know. people who would be buying these cars are presumably decently well-connected people. So they're probably yeah. well off enough to buy a $60,000 car to just buy a car. Just buy exactly. it. Like, go to it. I mean, go to a fucking car dealership. But how do you get that? Like really good car. That's like, you know, rare, I guess like a Shelby GT 500, but could they just like buy one? Like just buy it. I don't know. I've definitely seen car auctions on TV 
know. <laughs> Why are they going through this weird intermediary guy? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. It's dumb. It's yeah, dumb. So he picks up um, Angelina Jolie and this to sell the drugs. This... What? <laughs> that was a lot of heroin, by the way. I know. This is way more than two hundred. Like, yeah, that was like a trunk full. <laughs> that was like that had to be like millions. Like millions I don't know how much. Yeah, it's like yeah. millions of dollars worth of drugs. <laughs> like by stealing that that car full of drugs, like you could have just been like, okay, well. We didn't get you your stupid cars, but here's like a shit ton of more money worth of heroin. Here you go. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, but they they end up just killing the dude in the end anyway. Well, yeah. So, in, instead, Nick Cage's solution to the problem is he he tells Freb to just drive the car back to where it was parked and leave it there. Hopefully, which is dying in the process. Such a bad idea. So bad idea. Uh, getting rid of the drugs. Great idea. I actually do think that's a good idea. Yes. But just drive it, just drive it to some other random place and then leave Wipe it. Wipe it down okay, and leave another. it. Yeah, because if you take it back to where you picked it up, then what's going to happen then is 20 minutes later in the movie, people are going to be like, have you guys seen Freb? <laughs> yeah. He too no, wants to no. take that car back. We haven't seen him in forever. <laughs> he got killed by a group of people that are doing much more sinister yes. things than we are. Yeah. I, I, I just thought like the, okay, when they are wiping down the like, of the car because i guess they touched it or something yeah i thought when they had him get the detective go into the car mm -hmm. and then like rev it up and whatever they were planting his like <sighs> fingerprints that would be clever so like they could frame him you know yeah. uh, get other cops yeah. to fuck with him and get the, him off their trail yeah. but that didn't happen no. In a better movie. That's a great idea. It didn't happen at all. And I was like, why would, what, isn't that what you're doing? Oh no, you're just having him rev the yeah. engine so he doesn't think it's just like a car full of drugs? Like, I don't, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? I don't know why they made him do that. Just to, <sighs> just to, because the heroin was perfectly positioned. The spilled drugs were perfectly positioned right behind the exhaust pipe, I guess. I mean, I don't think he would have even noticed that anyways. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe he saw like weird blue glass on the ground and was like, oh, I should probably put this in evidence. So, I mean, I I just like the just, guy at one point, um, I, I think it's Donnie is like blocking it with his foot. So it's not visible. And I kept thinking like, you know, this is a warehouse full of like car oil and stuff there's yeah, literally like a, a chalkboard nearby just drag your foot <laughs> over it a couple of times yeah that's a good point there's yeah. not much and just spread it out over the concrete and it's like what how would he ever look at that and be like <gasps> that's heroin you're coming with me team of eight yeah just like you're totally right it's a <laughs> the place is dirty anyway just rub it on the floor like fuck it yeah but then of but then, of course, like one of the young guys is just grabbing a pipe, like I'm gonna bonk him on the head, and it's like, what are you doing, idiot? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like, he is come on. Dumb. They are idiots. Um, they are dumb. The young guys are the worst, mm. and <laughs> except for Mirror Man, Mirror Man is pretty competent. Yeah, yeah, but then he's like, I don't have anything to do. I want to go along on the car ride, and then it gets shot. No, no, no. That's the that's, that's the hacker Toby. guy. Mirror yeah. Mirror Man is the guy. He's like the electronics guy with the sunglasses. Oh, okay, gotcha. He goes with Spinks. 
Yeah, hacker guy starts out strong but finishes real weak yeah. in the competency department. Oh, to- I'm thinking Toby. Sorry. Yeah, Toby. Yeah, Toby sucked. Yeah, Toby sucked. <laughs> Toby. Toby does three. He does three things in this movie. He hacks into the DMV. He ruins a car heist and then he gets shot. Yeah, which. <laughs> yep. Which all he needed to do was hack into the DMV yeah. and then just hang out and sift through dog poop. Oh, and also looks in dog food. Um, there is a great ha- 90s hacking shot. Love them. Always good. Just a bunch of gobbledygook on the screen. Yeah, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to try to break into the mainframe. <laughs> you got a mechanical keyboard over there? Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. There's, there's <laughs> of course a, I did. There's a firewall I'm around nice. the... I'm a hacker, um, Josh. Something. Something. Wait, it didn't seem to work. Let me try the exact same sequence of keystrokes in order to save on animation. <laughs> Uh, and then they go on the job research hunt where Nick Cage goes to a car dealership and for some reason, like, fucks with the salesman a bunch, which I didn't understand that. He gives him this whole big spiel about, like, well, first of all, they're both named Roger, so Whoa. he says two Rogers don't make a right, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> I think my takeaway from so, that was the, yeah. the point of that scene is that he's, like, He's got to, in order for to get him to spill the list of the like rarities mm-hmm. in the warehouse, he's got to be like, I am a man of means who could actually afford such mm. things. Yeah. Like if you just walked into that dealership and you were like, what do you rare stuff you got? Yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. And he schmoozes like he's like, you know what? I I need something that will impress the ladies. I want like, you know, you know, I want people to think I'm badass because I'm a rich Hollywood whatever and so then he's just like but if i had a shelby gt500 that would be really cool yeah i I wouldn't be a wiener i wouldn't be a wiener at all (laughs) but i would rub my wiener on it (laughs) because he's a car perp (laughs) so they continue doing their research nick cage's homework is apparently just walking directly up to a car and taking a picture of the license plate (laughs) Click, click, yeah. <laughs> Which I feel is probably like against the law in some way. Like, I mean, aren't you not supposed to post like other people's license plates? I mean, it's like, against the law of like, common sense. Like, yeah. there's got to be a better way to do that. Like, it's a flash is on too. Like, yeah, all the photos they take. So it's just like, click, click. <laughs> it's gonna be as conspicuous as. Possible. And then they meet Eleanor, yeah. who is the mm. Nick Cage's unicorn, the car that has always gotten him into trouble. But he also... What's a unicorn? He also decides that... Oh, Freb. Freb, you idiot. <laughs> you don't know what a, a car thief's unicorn is? You fu- you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> Dumbass. He's getting he's getting reacquainted with her. You moron. How dare... You, you stupid, stupid gutter trash. Is that, is that man just talking to a car? <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. Freb, you fuck... Fucking Freb! God damn it! He's talking to a unicorn. What, have you never stolen a car before? Yeah. Freb, you never... on, I swear to God. Freb. I said no mushrooms last night. I'm still cross about that. Frebrick? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, Freb just microdoses, but like his microdose is just half a sack. <laughs> it's like, I found a car with its own, with the keys in it. Is outside a poker game. I love the car thief just like you, Dad. But, <laughs> he 
never got the pizzas. Freb, Freb, just constantly microdosing acid is my now my like <laughs> canon for this movie. Just gotta I, jot that down and, on your t-shirt idea. While they are um, scouting for a job, they run into a gang, uh, mm-hmm. which who they apparently took their this job from, like or they were this gather gang was trying to get the job and they gave it to Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, here's an easy solution. Just ask him if they want to also do the job. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they needed them so badly. It's like yeah. that could have been that could have been the moment where my brain that kept going 50 <laughs> could have <laughs> finally been put to rest. Yeah. Like, oh, OK, 50. it's like because they've got, you know, each person needs to steal two cars in 12 right. hours. That sounds more plausible. That's doable. Yeah. I mean, and there's like five, six guys in that gang, like just fucking boom. Situation diffused. How about like we'll split the money. So now everybody walks away with a cool eight thousand dollars. <laughs> It's a cool, a cool, a cool nine hundred bucks, and um, it's just like a good night at the casino. <laughs> they um go into they get into a confrontation. So Nick Cage and his brother run away and go inside a diner because there's a cop car outside, so the gang can't come in. So Nick Cage starts to scream at the at these other people about how there's a cop car. Like he points at it and goes, "Ha ha, cop car." You know, while it's here, you can't come in. Yeah, which the cops are like sitting in a booth, They're, like yeah. eight, like four over. Yeah. Which, if you if you were cops sitting in a, in a diner and you hear a dude being like, "You can't come in here. Cops are in here." Blah 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 blah. blah, blah like, Hi, what's going on over here? Excuse me, sir. I have a couple of questions for you. Also, he's shouting through the glass, and the windows on their car is are they're rolled up, so they definitely can't hear him. Yeah. Yeah. No. But everyone in that diner fucking would. (laughs) Oh my god. (sighs) So then there is a long action movie armory scene, which I love. You guys know I love a good, a good like suiting up montage. And if you count the getting the act, the getting the gang together part, that lasts for like a whole fucking act in this movie. Because it's it's all getting the gang, so much, getting the crew, and then getting the gear. Getting the, getting the cars and the info. I mean, I don't know. That, yeah, to me, uh, honestly, I thought that part was like one of the better parts of the movie. This build up to the night when they're going to steal them all. I thought that was more interesting than the actual car thieves were. I don't know. I'm still kind of bored. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like I liked when, okay, when he's um, still at the diner and like they have to get away and like they hook the tow trucks. Yeah. Like. Uh, winch to the yeah. uh, axle of the guy's car. I thought that was pretty cool. When it rips off the like bottom part of the chassis, I thought that was really badass. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, and then the cops are just like, "You got a, you guys got permits for those guns?" And it's like, okay, well, those guys are in jail now. Yep. Like, right? Like, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is that the last time we see those characters? It is. Yeah, isn't that's it? the end Do of that plot. So? <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Which, oh my god yeah and then the leading yeah when they're all just like getting the gear he's like here's some fingerprints to put over your old fingerprints which didn't seem necessary didn't at all off. just wear gloves wear gloves yeah. seems expensive yep. to totally do that. forgot about that so uh, also stupid. gloves would have been nice when they need to go through the dog poop yep also yeah. that 
Where are those rubber gloves? Gloves, <laughs> multi-purpose, definitely gloves, good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially when you're changing the oil yep. or something. Wear gloves. Do, yeah, uh, uh, doing painting. Yeah. God damn, this movie's dumb as hell. <laughs> I need another. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we get for probably the next, like, the entire second act of the movie, really, is just um, a long sort of montage of these scenes in which different different little pairings and trios are going off to steal specific cars. And some of them are cool. Some of them aren't cool. Um, one of them is um, where Mirror Man pretends to be uh, a valet, and he sees Bob mm-hmm. Kelso from scrubs yeah <laughs> and uh he tips him 50 cents like two quarters yeah and what he gives it back right he's like yeah. no you save up for another one of those fancy suits yeah, or something yeah. like that um uh i like the impound lot when they go to the impound yeah, lot to, to spring to spring the because the keys no, the, yeah. the keys are hot we didn't really talk about that yeah it's a whole they lot. have a way of way of getting the keys but the cops get wise mm-hmm. to it, so they know they can't go for those ones. So they go to seal the ones from the previous Which heist at the yeah. impound lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Mir- Mirror Man does like a whole like <laughs> prop comedy it's, it's routine. Like... like he's he's like a pimp, right? Is yes, like the yeah. thing. He's like, I gotta go get he's my Mercedes, yeah. and he like he makes this doll do a little dance for the guy mm-hmm. to like distract him while they. Yeah, die. he brought a Barbie doll. Which like. Yeah. I thought that was that comical. was funny, but yes. also like, how did that happen? Like how, when they were like, "All right, here's the deal: you're gonna talk to the security guard. We're gonna sneak into the side." He was like, "Perfect. I have a costume in my trunk, and give me a second. Does anybody here have a Barbie doll?" <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, we just have to pop by uh, Toys R Us <laughs> on the way down there. That's open at 11 p.m. Yeah, like, again, this is, it's like four people. Yeah. And this is, I, I mean, an hour minimum right. yes. project. And it nets them three cars. Granted, it's like three troublesome mm-hmm. ones that they know, you know, they've already had issues with, so they're kind of have yeah. to. But, like, that's like four collective hours yeah. at least of manpower. Again, dumb, and it's dumb. in L.A. Like, every single car theft should take them, like, four hours to get there and to get back like not counting the actual stealing just fucking getting there anyway yeah so then a dog eats some keys and they have to give it x lax and mixed in with alpo which probably shouldn't do to a dog and then they when it poops them out they have to dig through it and eat them or dig through it and um (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking at the Freudian slip. I know, I was just looking what? at the word. Did the dog eat the keys on my notes? And hey, um, yo. yeah. Anyway, um, then I'm tired. You, that's uh, <laughs> all good, man. It's all good. You see, Michael Pena is in this what? movie. Michael Pena. He was. He's the guy who, like, um, when they're waiting for the dog to poop, he's the guy who shows up in the alley. Oh yeah. And he's dressed like a like a. <laughs> Very stereotypical gang member. Yes, a real, real Vato. Yeah, vibe, and I know because like... I wrote the words. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again. Again. Scott Rosenberg, buddy. I mean, there's yeah, there's buddy. just something about seeing an actor that I've seen in, in a bunch of other movies 
like a bunch of good movies like end of watch and stuff and he's got to be yeah, like world trade center this like fucking racist character. yeah just it was, it was depressing they also Ugh. steal a bunch of cars that like i didn't think looked that cool or expensive well one was like a rolls royce like suv or some shit or like it was an esc it was an escalade Escalade, uh, whatever. I just like which apparently this was like the year the Escalade came out. I think. Oh. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna double check that. Well, this just reminds me of we kind of talked about this in uh, in uh, Amos and Andrew, where it's like that that car in that movie is supposed to be like a really nice fancy car, and I'm just like, oh, it's like a beige shoebox. All like all cars <laughs> in this yeah. era were, and this is a little bit later mm-hmm. than that, but this is still like I don't know. For me, it was like the European cars that they stole. I was like, nice. But then when they showed the like American ones, I was like, no. Yeah, well, and no. the European cars, all of this shit was getting in a boat to go to Europe. Oh yeah. Wouldn't it be so much easier to just steal all the European <laughs> makes? You're right. You're so right. You're going to save the money and it's not hot. Like, anyway. <laughs> but it wouldn't have a fun story to go with it. <laughs> what am I going to talk about at parties? Yeah. So, oh, you like this Escalade? Yeah. Stolen, actually. Yeah. yeah. You like this Fiat? <laughs> So, yeah, Toby tags along by, I guess, hiding in the back seat of a car because he wants to prove that he can also be out doing jobs, not just behind a computer. He gets shot. (laughs) He gets shot after dorkily wandering through the like garage to like the ladies in the pool and just being like, Uh, I'm, I'm here to get spotted as a plot device. Like he's like, I can steal a car. Oh, babes. (laughs) <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> totally yeah damn it toby you had one job damn and you it, already toby. fulfilled it why are you here <laughs> yeah shit i didn't i didn't realize we were supposed to handcuff toby to a radiator after he was done with his hacking <laughs> oh god damn it you should have just stayed with freb toby freb just don't steal cars you're, yeah, just stay in the warehouse, smoke weed, play hacky sack, <laughs> stay out of the fucking way. <laughs> yes, Freb, I know that we're all bad. the same energy. That's great. You've been saying that all goddamn day. Stop taking acid. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they steal all the cars. Uh, it's actually surprising. Surprisingly, <laughs> like this part of the movie didn't feel that long. For like it being like the focus of the movie, when they say, "Yeah, we're up to forty-seven," I was like, "Really? We're done? We're almost done now?" <laughs> yeah, I mean the pacing of this movie is like, wrong. Like I, like I said, a majority of the car boosting was just like them <laughs> clicking and like popping locks and turning mm-hmm. keys, like click, click, spark, spark, and then like Angelina Jolie like does a wink. And it's like, <laughs> boom, we've almost did it. <laughs> yeah, see, the where this falls apart for me, I, again, it's just the conceit of the 50 cars versus a movie like Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven, you know, which you brought up as being like yeah. a more fun heist movie. Where they movie. rob 50 banks, when, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like they're all working together towards like the same goal. You know, it's all these revolving pieces swirling around the same thing. And Ocean's Eleven is what getting into the vault at the casino or whatever. They gotta get into the vault. And then it turns out they stole the cars all along. Yeah, yeah. Andy Garcia (laughs) was in on it. Classic twist ending. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they already stole the cars. But but yeah, I mean you you see what I'm saying is this this is a plan with so many more moving pieces that like. Uh, you know, it just is so much more convoluted in in a genre that's already unnecessarily convoluted. They just took that to the yeah, extreme. They, just, they hit they the nos. Keep... The... <laughs> <laughs> they just keep throwing more shit into the story, and then they have to come up with more shit to explain the earlier shit that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. It just escalates out of control and. At a certain point, I feel like they just stopped caring, and they were like, fuck it, just start shooting. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, there's a lot of car chases then later. Obviously, Nick Cage leaves his unicorn for last, which, why mm-hmm. steal it first? Anyway, um, <laughs> if it's the problem car, just get it out of the way, Nick. Procrastination does not solve anything. So, um... They. <laughs> I mean, I agree. That's poor screenwriting, but I, I practically, I agree Thank with you. you. Um, <laughs> so then they get into a bunch of car chases uh, in the city with the police chasing them, and then they go through another construction zone. Which one thing I noticed that is in this movie a lot, and it's in a lot of movies, but it's very egregious in this one, is these like. People that exist to just be obstacles for car chases. Like, there's a guy who drives, mm-hmm. like, a dump truck, right? Who just sort of pulls sideways across the street and stops. And there's, like, ten cop cars with sirens blaring. And the driver of this dump truck just, like, what, parks? Like, in the middle of the road? <laughs> like, wouldn't he see the sirens and be like, oh, sorry, and, like, put it in reverse and back up? But he got yes. startled. He got startled <laughs> yeah. and then had to put it in park. And then then it, I guess, couldn't get it into reverse fast enough. I mean, at a, at a certain point, it's like, here's a car that's moving really yeah. fast. It's getting away. That's Nick Cage's Great. car. And then the the detectives are chasing him. And they're instantly, like, behind mm-hmm. him. They get stopped, which then he gets, you know, to pull out. You know, he's a mile away by then. And then they get around the cop, the dump truck, and then they're just right back behind him. And it's like, and then I, it just constantly, just like, just around the mm-hmm. corner. It doesn't matter what the obstacle yeah. is. They even get out of their car at one point yeah. to see if, a, like, a cop is okay. And then they, I guess, get back in their car, and then they're just like, all right, we're just like, you know, just yeah. down the street from him again. Yeah, I thought that was stupid too. I was <laughs> like, like, no, once you put the car in park the chase should be over. right especially because like, later that car does like 180 like yeah. he's gone yeah. you he's in a different county you don't know where the hell that guy is that is that is what the uh the person in the chopper yeah. <laughs> chopper says like, he's gone oh he's gone <laughs> really yeah. just keep all right <laughs> well, like, go higher where you can <laughs> see more you're in the air Kyle, it's this. It's this. It's the silver dot that go fast. We talked about this, Kyle. You're in the air. Go up. (laughs) There's more air above you. Um, Yeah. And it's the same thing in the construction area where it just is basically an obstacle course. 
And even when all the people working in the construction area see, again, a motorcade of police officers driving in, they mm -hmm. don't stop working. They're still like girders swinging around and back and forth and like... Keep raising that huge tank of yeah. gas up. Then Nick Cage totals the car pretty much by jumping it 40 feet in the air. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he totals the car. He's late to the drop off by 11 minutes, I think he says. And that's not good enough for Doctor Who. So then they have to kill him. And then uh, the credits roll. And I thought that was surprising. When they just killed Nick yeah. and his brother. I, but I respect it, you know. <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, it's fine. It was a good decision, I think, in the mm -hmm. end. I don't know. I didn't think it would play well with American audiences, but, you know, you got to respect the director and their vision. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, you know, screenwriter Scott Rosenberg, who uh, made this error-prone monstrosity full of insensitive racist stereotypes. And then he took, a, you know, the ending of this movie in a really dark, like, art house direction mm -hmm. that I really enjoyed. It's great, yeah. I mean, I thought it was daring to have the last 10 minutes just be a slow pan on Nick Cage's dead body, but, you know. Yeah, it was like the end of Breaking Bad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, I mean... Set, set, to, um, set to What's Up by Four on Blondes. Yeah, well, no, it was, uh, it was, was weird. Uh, the Cure? No, not The Cure. What was it, Cult? Oh, cult? yeah, well, it fades was into it the that. Cult? I mean, it's a long, <laughs> it's a long time. Uh, I mean, I cried. Oh, man. So. And then, uh, and then Chris Eccleston, uh, pulls his mask off and it was Kip the whole time. We should, we should, one of these times we should not watch a movie and just pretend that we have and just say what we think See. it's about. See how close we yeah, get, and then watch it Hell, after. I mean, yeah. will anybody call us out? I don't know. Probably not. If we did it for like, I don't know, Snake Eyes, nobody watched that movie. So like, we can do that. <laughs> um, and but we can we can just do back to back episodes. Yeah. We do one where it's that, and then the next week it's like, <gasps> okay, so we we actually watched Snake Eyes, yeah. and that could be a Josh's birthday. I was gonna episode. say we're gonna you know? we're gonna cut oh. this, but that will be our April Fool's episode anyway. Totally yes. um, awesome. Okay, yeah, cut yes. this. Yes. Uh, so no, but they don't actually kill them. He he has his crew bring him outside to kill him. I guess in because he wants it to be outside where people might be, see it. Um, and the hitman, one of the thugs asks, one of his like flunkies asks yeah. Nick Cage, uh, very respectfully, I thought, head or chest. Where, you know, where he wants mm. to get shot to die. Nick Cage picks chest. <laughs> which, like... And then the guy points to his yeah. head. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's true. But why? Why? If I was going to get shot dead, I would be like, oh, head for sure. Because chest is like... That'll take you like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable. But he yeah. wants that good old uh, open casket yeah. because he's seen that casket. Oh, it's a pretty one. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and he knows he's got that tweed suit that's going to go mm -hmm. real nice with the lining. And yeah. yeah, so he played it out. Then Kip uh, hits the bad guys with Crane and then <laughs> with the claw crane. machine, car claw machine. Yeah, which is a oh my goal. And then they go back mm -hmm. inside and start to like, you know, it's it's the confrontation. He confronts the bad guy, and then he's picking up like the mm -hmm. bad guy's like, like carpentry projects, 
and is like threatening to damage them. And the bad guy's like panicking about it. Don't. He's like, no, yeah. please, no. Yeah. And I was like, this is like what you would see in like a parody of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very like Dr. Evil. Not the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's like Not a Mike Meyer. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like an Austin Powers Okay, joke. okay, I'm putting the gun down. You win. Yeah. <laughs> please, that's reclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to find that piece of driftwood? Ah, <laughs> uh, wood nerds. Yeah. Damn. And then... Um, Anyways. Yeah. You put a lot of time in it. Yeah, I mean, evidently, yeah. It looks nice. Not, nice. not like three days for 50 cars worth of time, but... <laughs> like. So then the cops... There's a big chase scene through a warehouse. You've seen that. You've seen this. Like, if you have watched movies, you've seen this. There's a chase in a warehouse. Cool. Um, the yep. cops show up. You've seen this in movies we've already watched for this podcast. <laughs> this is not our first, like, pipey warehouse uh, scene dissection. It's the same. Uh, yep. Chris. He shoots. Yeah. You duck. He hits a pipe. Pipe shoots steam. They listen, they listen for each other. And yep. um, uh, Doctor Who corners Nick. And then um, the cops show up or one of the cops shows up. And um, I, Doctor Who says one of my favorite lines right here. He he has a gun pulled on one of the cops. And the cop says, like, I'm a like a detective for the LAPD. Like, if you shoot me, your life is over. If you kill me, your life is over. And he goes, no, you've got it wrong. If I kill you, your life's over. And I was like, that's pretty funny. Your life's over, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also, I realized I skipped over this, but before he also says that he's going to kill Nick Cage instead on the phone because they're like, oh, Kip, skip town. We can't find him, which is a lie. But he says, well, then I'll just kill Nick Cage. He says, one rains is as good as the other. When it rains, it pours. And then he hangs up the phone, <laughs> which to me read like he said the first joke and then thought of the second one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he's and just then, like, well, I'm going to say both. And then <laughs> hung the phone up before someone could call him out on it. I'm going to try it anyway. Like, that ah, wasn't. OK, click. Yeah. <laughs> I, I showed them. <laughs> the bad guy gets knocked off a thing and falls and dies. Yeah. And there's a railing the kill. He hits the he coffin. He hits the coffin. <laughs> he doesn't quite make it in. <laughs> yeah. They thought that was too on the nose. And then uh, super yeah. professional detective Roland Castlebeck just fucking lets Nick Cage yeah. go. He's like, you say you saved my yep. life. So, yep. We're all good We're here. Square. Cool. We're square. <laughs> and then Nick Cage says, well, if you check out Pier 14, there's a cargo ship uh, that you might want to look into. Just a hot tip. <laughs> bunch of cars with my fingerprints on them. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a super, just like a super professional career criminal, he sells out the people farther along the criminal supply <laughs> chain in a move that will definitely not come back to haunt him later in his life. And probably like other members so. of the crew. Like, does that mm-hmm. immunity extend to all of them? I mean, evidently, but yeah, I guess can so. one detective we get the cool backyard barbecue scene? Yeah, yeah which we did it. Have <sighs> beer, drink Modelo Negros, and yep. barbecue. In in the in the beautiful words of Vin Diesel, you can have any beer as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> I I I do I do wonder if the Fast and the Furious people saw this movie. I know it has to be there is so much of the Fast and the Furious movies 
are like this. Yeah, I'm so. Uh, it's all about family. Yep. They're having barbecues, yep. and then they just like heist stuff. But I mean, in the Fast and the Furious movies, they were like, "Well, we can't just steal cars. Mm. Maybe we should just VHS and VCR, VCR and DVD <laughs> players. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, what we a got cool this. thing to steal. Uh, <laughs> are you guys ready to go? Are you guys ready to go? What's that? Where behind the yeah, scenes? Yeah, I'm oh, done. Let's um, go. Yeah, like, what is that? What is that back there? It's like a big bunch of pipes and uh, a woodworking tools. And then, oh, there's a there's a camera crew. Whoa! What do you know? There it is. It's Hi. Jeff's one. Jeff's one fun fact. One fun fact. I only have. I have two. I had one until <laughs> ten seconds ago, and I have two. Okay, well, I guess I guess you start then, oh. and you can we can make a nice little factoid sandwich. Factoid sandwich. Oh man, awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, mine is pretty straightforward. It was kind of a flop. Is that what you had? Oh, in terms of box yeah, office, it like apparently it lost the studio somewhere around ninety million dollars after marketing, cool. which like I mean, this movie made like two hundred and fifty million, so like, yeah, the budget must have been uh, bananas. I, well, yeah, I think they did market the hell out of this movie because Sean and I were... I can't remember if we talked about this before we started recording or after, but we were mm -hmm. talking about how we remembered this movie as being more of a cultural milestone. Yeah. You know, we remember this as being a, like a big movie like how the other Bruckheimer yeah. movies of the late 90s were. But I, like, I remember hearing about this movie. I'd never seen it before till yeah. today. And yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Yeah. It's, the Fast and the Furious exists. And exactly. And it's just better. It's just better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked to see this movie become like a nine film franchise, though. Like, just to see how crazy yeah. it could get. Because Fast and the Furious 1 is, and I can't believe I'm about to use this word, a pretty grounded movie <laughs> in comparison <laughs> uh -huh. to where it goes later on. Yeah. yeah. Like where the rock uses his muscles to stop a helicopter from taking off. Well, Jeff, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty grounded compared to that. He does. He holds that. He holds that helicopter down. In dude. his defense, rock big. So, <laughs> yeah, rock, rock strong. Rock strong. As we've rock. said before. Wait, isn't rock strong like rock? Rock strong. Isn't that like a Ford? <laughs> Ford thing? Isn't it? I don't know. Built Ford tough. Ford strong. Uh, rock. <laughs> Rock Ford strong. strong. I don't remember. There's like a car thing. <laughs> Ford's slogans have gotten out of control lately. All right. So here's my behind yeah, the scenes okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, Are drop you guys it ready? Us. It's Fast and the Furious related. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Timothy Oliphant turned down the role of Dominic Toretto because he thought it would be too similar a movie what? to this one that he had just worked on. What? <laughs> Timothy Oliphant was up for Fast and the Furious, and it wasn't the Paul Walker role? No, it was the Tourette, Dominic Toretto. What? Was, yeah. What? There's an alternate universe. There's an alternate universe where Timothy Oliphant talks, is on the phone with his agent, and he's like, yeah, I, I guess I'm comfortable turning into car guy. I'll be a car movie guy. What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> usually, usually all the little blurbs where it's like Sylvester Stallone was considered for the part of blah. I'm usually like, yeah, whatever. They, yeah, they look at different yeah, people. Yeah. I get it. But I saw that one. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah, that would be like mm. if they were like Sylvester Stallone was up for the role 
uh, in this film, but um, they decided to give Instead, it to... Instead, we cast Adam Scott. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> they gave it to Adrian Wait, are Brody. are Torque? Yeah. That's like, it's so weird. Wow. That would be such a different movie. Like, God, such a... Because yeah, Timothy Oliphant is the kind of guy that doesn't take himself seriously at all. Like, watch his interviews on Conan yeah. sometime. They're really fucking funny. Mm. But... But yeah, I it just blows my mind that it's the Dom. Yeah, I know. Dom could have been like a scrawny white dude, like just a little like dude. a snarky. Yeah. What? Like the sarcastic. Fuck? That's that is... it's a total change of that character. I am so happy they went with Vin. Yeah, I mean, oh, I I love Vin Diesel in those movies. Also, he I... just put out a new song, guys. You should check what? it out. Is it on Spotify? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely on YouTube. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel is on Spotify, and you guys need to. Do you have Spotify? Yeah. yeah. Um, one second. You need to look him up on Spotify right now. Actually, let me see if I can put this okay. in just the Skype chat really quick. It might be better. Oh, we we got our phones. Because you just need to see his. Here, I'll just put it in the Skype chat there. His uh, artist <laughs> picture. <laughs> Sean. Yeah, oh no, I, I've got it up. On, yeah. Uh, uh, nice. My other thing that I was going to say is I just... I looked up Scott Rosenberg because I actually wanted to see if he had also written Fast and the Furious. Um. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. It looks like he wrote a few other things I do remember, though. He wrote um, Disturbing Behavior, which I liked. That was a good movie, I think. I mean, I was like I was like <laughs> a 10 when I saw it, but whatever. Um, nice disclaimer there. Just, just in case. Um, he also wrote Con Air. Hell and yeah. High Fidelity, mm-hmm. which is like a great movie that I've seen mm-hmm. recently. Did you... Uh... Did you take a gander at what his upcoming project is? I didn't want to ruin your guy's day by saying that he's working on um, Cowboy Bebop. Whoa, that's different what than were you mine. Say? Oh. He's in talks to be at the helm of a adaptation of One Punch Man. What? Oh. Yeah. So they... I, I was going to say he wrote Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true, Sean. Dude, he did write this guy is wild. He wrote Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> High Fidelity. Again, good movie. And yeah, Venom. Just those two movies right there, mm-hmm. you, you really hit the far ends of the it's spectrum like, for him, I think. This is so, so weird. <laughs> I want to meet this guy. One Punch so Man. And one, they were like, we're, we got to do anime adaptations. We're trying to do Cowboy Bebop and One Punch Man. Who do we call? I know just the guy. Give me Scott. Give me the Scott. The guy Rose who wrote Kirk. Con Air. Yeah, that's the one. What has he done? A little movie called uh, Kangaroo Jack. You ever heard of it? Um. So, uh, oh, how was Nick Cage in that? You guys think he was good in this? How how was Nick Cage in that? Um, I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, he was definitely pretty charismatic in a bunch of scenes. Um, yeah. And and then he's he was funny in, in a couple mm-hmm. others. Um but overall I just and I mean he, he like acted the cool parts, you know. I, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah. It's just sure. I just didn't overall like this movie. 
it, it mm. was nothing about his performance. It was more about the plot and then just like the, you know, never ending opening of car doors. <laughs> I, w- um, I want a montage like of movie, car doors opening from this movie. It, it's maybe like could have been so much cooler second. if it was just 10 sick cars instead of yeah. 50. And then, like, those were like really. Yeah. And they were harder to get to. Like yeah. it was like that was the challenge, yeah. you know. Super rare cars and ha- a crew that is half the size. Uh, yeah. I, I'm actually going to disagree with you on this one, Sean. I thought that he didn't do that great in this. And hear me out. This is why. I agree. There's parts where he's charismatic. There's parts where he's funny. This performance just felt contextually phoned into me. Mm. Mm coming hot off the heels of his like triple in a row of the rock con air face off. Mm -hmm. This is him at the peak of his powers. Like he is a huge blockbuster action star. And when you put it in that context to me, it felt a little lackluster. It didn't feel like he really brought anything unique Mm -hmm. to the character, which he pretty much always does if it's a role that he feels truly passionate about. So it, it wasn't like, it wasn't bad. I I just I don't know I I wasn't I wasn't blown away by him in this movie. Yeah, I mean he was I, I think he was fine. I agree. I guess I agree with Sean in that like, it's not really on him though. It's on the um, just the script. Like there's just not much for him. He's just like a cool guy, who like yeah, sure. likes his brother and is good, and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. There's there's not really much else to him. He, um, has a fetish for cars. And that's like the only note, really. <laughs> Pretty much it. Eh, he's fine. It's whatever. So now it's time to come to the hardest question of all the questions. Recast. If you had to recast the Nick Cage role in this movie with any actor or actress from any period in uh, their career, who would it be and why? Yeah, um, I, I know. It's just like I... Saw so much of the Fast and the Furious franchise in this <laughs> Are movie. Are you gonna say what? I, what where you're gonna say? Where it's going to be like, you know, like it's all about family. You know, two brothers. You know, like really working together. Um, yep. As well as like, you know, assembling a crew. Mm-hmm. You got like, you know, you got the funny the guy, guy. You got the dude, tech guy. You you got the hot lady that's like a badass. Would have liked to see her, the muscle. Like, you know, kick kick more ass. Yeah, you got the yeah. muscle. Um, but yeah, you also have like the like super cool cop that's like you know kind of charismatic. Um, maybe works for the <laughs> FBI. Yeah. Um, so I would I would definitely say it would be somebody oh, from that stable, it. and uh, it had to be Kurt Russell. And you know, again, it would still would it still would work. Still, you have yet to be wrong. I'm going to check really quick because I, hand to God, I swear Timothy Oliphant has been in a Fast and the Furious movie. No, apparently uh, not. Kurt Just... Russell's in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I can't believe you. I can't believe you did that to me, Sean. Why did I steal your... Oh, yeah. shit. He's in the new season of Fargo. No, I have a different one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have so is Andrew one. Bird. It's uh, my recast is Bruce Willis circa Die Hard era. Wow. And along with this recast, I want to see a version of this movie where it's more focused on his relationship with uh, the Sway character. Mm. I want so like you were saying, 
I want to see a smaller list of cars that they need to get. I want to see a smaller crew. I want it to be like five cars and they're all super crazy cars. And And it's just it's just him and Sway fucking doing some crazy shit and like having hot and heavy scenes. Yeah. Boosting cars and hump hump humping Boosting cars Um, cars and fucking cars. (laughs) But but could it be like you would have to change the title? I'm assuming if it's a smaller amount of cars they need, gone in 50 seconds. (laughs) Okay. Why is it called Gone? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold on. Why is it called Gone in 60 seconds? I think it's supposed to be because it's gone. Like you put the pedal to the metal, it's zero to 60. Right? But it's yeah, not but zero to that's sixty not a seconds. Number of seconds, though. It's zero to sixty oh, miles right. that's per an hour. hour. <laughs> oh shit! And they don't that steal don't sixty cars; they steal fifty cars, and they don't. They have twelve hours, mm. which I'm not a mathematician. That's more than sixty seconds a car. That is. I'm true. like I'm yep. I'm like eighty percent <laughs> sure that's more than sixty seconds a car. Before we, yeah, before we started the movie, yeah. I was thinking hmm. about, like, oh, at a certain point, they're going to have to, like, oh, it's going to be down to the wire, and then they have to steal, like, a bunch of cars within a minute yeah. of each other. That never happened, did it? No. <laughs> nope. So why is it called Gone in 60 Seconds? It's a remake. Oh, that's <sighs> true. Have you guys seen the original? Apparently nope. it's good. I guess the guy... Maybe the title comes into play in that one. I don't know, maybe. But I, I do know that that movie was written, directed, and starred the same guy who is apparently like a big stunt coordinator and it's got a 40 minute okay. car chase so it sounds way better than this one that sounds yeah, totally tight as hell yeah i mean passion projects like that really go one of two ways you know we're written directed starring those movies obviously can be yeah. bad but when they're good they're very good because it usually means it's someone who's very passionate about a subject matter yeah. like really dialed in making the movie they want to make they they can definitely uh winners for yeah sure, there's a so. great track record of like stunt coordinators or stunt you know like people that are in charge of that kind of aspect of films going up and like directing action movies and just like crushing <sighs> not them. in primal though not, oh yeah that's true <laughs> not in not in not primal. primal um uh if i had to do the recast i would do probably vin diesel just fuck it <laughs> <laughs> like let's just give him the whole market i don't care what if hear me out okay i think it was announced today or sometime this week that fast and the furious is going to be wrapping up the franchise with a couple more films oh god i thought thank god i thought you were going to say after this next one no no, no. that would uh, they're giving us a little bit of they're work. going to space they, they are going to go to space after a franchise after a franchise that's lasted 20 years they have to give the fans <laughs> a little bit of forewarning but yeah. hear me out what if it's all in the same universe nick cage oh. like nick cage is in it angelina jolie is in it oh my god that'd be awesome that'd be so fucking awesome that that'd would be, be tight so awesome so thanks for joining us this week yeah, folks thank you uh we haven't uh talked about the movie for next week so i don't know whatever like you know we'll post about it on twitter maybe or something or you have know nick cage in it probably 
Yeah, it'll have Nick Cage in it. Um, Almost guaranteed. So, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for joining us. Maybe maybe <laughs> not. You're not our boss. You're not my dad. So, so uh, <laughs> you're not your car guy. <laughs> okay, so I think I figured it out, you guys. Fleshlight in the tailpipe. <laughs> it warms it up. All right, bye. <laughs> Yeah. And it, yeah, and it will vibrate it, too. So. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for listening. Don't worry, this will be short. If you enjoy the podcast and want updates, check us out on Twitter. We're at Atwack Podcast. That's A T W A C Podcast for All the Worlds a Cage. Also, review us on iTunes if you use that, or recommend us to a friend. Well, ask if they like Nick Cage first, and then ask if they like podcasts, and then recommend us. Thanks again. Bye.